Where do you go for the most important conversations in applied behavior analysis? The podcast is your source for insightful content, debate, and insights in the ABA field. Whatever your role, RBT, BCBA, C-suite, family member, or advocate, we'll get you to the heart of the meaningful issues in autism. Podcast is proudly hosted by the Council for Autism Service Providers. We are your hosts, Nagarito, Judith Urcity, Ali Respondic, Nitesh Kumar, and Jonathan Mueller, and this is our podcast. Hey, podcasters, Hallie, Na, and Nitesh here. So for this week's episode, we brought you a super special edition episode where we um, had some of the CASP team on and we did a cross-country Secret Santa exchange. So we had Kimberly Porth, Lori Unum, and then also Mike Wasmer in spirit. Uh, you know, he wasn't on the video, but he did participate in the gift exchange and it was super fun, right guys? It was awesome. Yeah, uh, we, we were trying to think of a way to end the year before starting 2023 and Jonathan had a great idea to do a Secret Santa and do a, do a reveal on the podcast, which was really cool. So really, it's just kind of an easy go flow with it, kind of prepare for next year and hope everybody's having a great holiday time and enjoy listen. You know what really characterized this conversation for me was incessant laughter. I, don't know, I felt like I laughed the entire time we were doing The Secret Santa. I also learned a ton about my fellow podcasters and CASP execs. Kimberly and I share a love of starting to celebrate Christmas right after Halloween. Lori Unum uses her annual family Christmas letter in a really unique way. You'll have to listen to the episode for more. And I have an earwax AirPod problem that I learned one of our fellow podcasters might have as well. And we're trying to change the earwax AirPod world. So hashtag earwax vulnerability. <laughs> and the laughter that came out of that, I can only imagine. Um, and and the many laughs we had from that, I was a little bit grossed out and laughing at the same time, but that's <laughs> And the laughter is such a, a special thing to experience with a group of people who have been a community to me. I want to take this opportunity to invite all of us into community this holiday season. Um, times can be hard and there are a lot of challenges in the world right now. Um, I want to invite our the individuals who... I want to invite the individuals, I want to wish the peace and joy of the season to the individuals we serve, the children, adults, self-advocates out there, and um, ask you to, and and self-advocates out there, wishing you the joy and peace of the season. I also want to um, wish joy and peace to our caregivers and our parents who have the tremendously difficult journey of walking through um, through of walking through the autism journey with their with their children. I want to say, please um, lean into community. I know that the holidays can look different and feel different and feel difficult. Um, I hope you find hope and peace with the communities around you. And if you don't have one, there are people out there going through it too. You are not alone. Um, so please reach out to the podcast team, and we can direct you to um, any groups that we are aware of. I also want to take this time to speak to all the amazing providers out there who leave their heart on the table every single day, trying to make the world a better place for the individuals we work with. I want to say, I know times are hard. I know a lot of us are struggling. I know it feels alone, but um, please lean into your communities like CASP and, and find the joy in the holidays and the joy in the mission that we all set out to do. Wishing you all a very happy, joyous, and peaceful holiday season and a prosperous new year from the podcast team. So, Jonathan, how'd you screw up again? (laughs) Okay, so Kimberly may or may not have been my secret Santa. Kimberly may or may not have been crying in the office this morning because (laughs) I've got... And I, it was ordered, and um, and then I didn't even think about going to check to make sure it's delivered. But I got two Secret Santa boxes, Ooh. and in Secret Santa, you get one gift. Um, I might have oops twice. I try to. <laughs> 
now I'm frantically opening it and it's like let him go first. How about that? <laughs> Since he's all frank. You wear the same size as Kimberly. I'm going to be suspicious. <laughs> I'm like now. I'm Secret Santas are usually fun, and all I do in Secret Santa is talk trash. Is that your all's role ever? It. No, but I can't because now I'm just. Uh... <laughs> if you can guess how you got two gifts. <laughs> um, I'm just excited to see what Kimberly got. Kimberly, you had an awesome wish list, by the way. It was like super thoughtful and you followed instructions. I love that so much. Kimberly, like <laughs> a specific wish list together of like four or five different things. It was stuff that was super cool. So Kimberly, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. Thanks, Kimberly. We're festive anyways. <laughs> we'll make it up to you, don't worry. <laughs> Dude, like the Incredible Hulk wrapped this. I, this is the hardest wrap. Oh. <laughs> and survey says Yay! A Himalayan salt lamp. Oh cool. Very cool. Open it. So cool. Is that for the office? <laughs> Kimberly. Oh, that wasn't on my wish list. Oh. No, this no. was. I guess this is not Kimberly. So Kimberly, I just like totally shat the bed, and uh, <laughs> I'll have to go back and see. Well, it's from me. It'll, it'll show up. It'll this and I'll see. And I was your secret Santa. Oh, thank you, Nod. Do you see? This is a cool. So a Himalayan salt lamp. Does that look like a lava powder. lamp? Oh, I love that. Here's the best part. Can you all see this? Yeah. It's it. For the listeners, it is like about a five-pound bag of beautiful crystal Himalayan sea salt. I kind of don't want to put it in the lamp. I'm going to crush it up and like sprinkle it on my bikini tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got one other gift. Was that from Yuna? Yeah. So that was. A oh, it's the color-changing component to it. Yay. Yeah. Now you work. Okay, good. Oh, very <laughs> cool. Like, oh, Air freshener. And I use a candle at home in my office along with a little Zen water garden just to keep me on the straight and narrow and level and in my happy place. So, nah, big hugs. Thank you, Secret Santa. That's so awesome. I You didn't have that on your list, but I was like, oh, this channel's Jonathan to me. And it has rainbow lights you can change. So have fun in the office. Thank you, friend. Just don't take too much. Don't take a nap. <laughs> That's funny. And Kim, I'm sorry you didn't get your gift. Um, so we'll send you an emotional one later. <laughs> yeah, no, of course. We're festive anyways. <laughs> um, once everybody opens, we'll let you tell us what your gift, um, what gift you feel like the world has given you that you're taking into the next year. And that can be how we or rock yours, okay? <laughs> Hallie, who should go next? Me? Okay. Oh, no, I was asking. You oh. tell me. You're in charge. So tell well, me, me now, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yes, man. I actually, I didn't think mine got delivered, so I was going to be in Kimberly's boat too, but my husband is a chronic, um, like, put her up or throw her away or so I got a little nervous, but then I went digging and I found it in our gift closet. And I was like, that little. But I found it. It's here. Great. Like five minutes before we were recording. So, okay. <clears throat> Scrunchies. Yeah. Excellent. <clears throat> and then, oh, this is funny. Um, and then a Trader Joe's cookbook. Yes. I love Trader Joe's. Wow, that's a good one. Lots so, of good meals. On my wish list, yeah, I did. Because yeah, I, I know was, you. I know yeah. you got that because I got an Amazon alert saying because I I got confused. So here's what happened. I got an <laughs> alert saying my package was still delivered, and I looked at the picture, and I went outside, and it wasn't there. And I went back to my picture and looked at. It, I was like, that's not my front door. And I looked at it again. And I was like, oh, this was for Hallie. <laughs> so. I know that got delivered for sure because it was. So you're my secret Santa. I'm your secret Santa. You yeah. Did a perfect well, match. I love it. 
so I was like really confused, like, wait, this is not my front door. <laughs> but that it worked. <laughs> it's funny because I have like a very unique front door. So I'm it's sure nice. like really immediately you were like, that's not mine. <laughs> I guess I was like, oh, I wish I had that front door. That's nice. <laughs> no, I want to see it. Yeah, now I want to see your front door. I'll send you my Amazon picture of it then. Yeah. My Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see the said front door. Um, it, it's so nice that you got her like randomly. I know. Texas United. I know. Yeah. I wanted to save on shipping. It was really close. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the elves were looking out for you. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if you all have had this experience, but my kids. I've got a twelve-year-old, a nine-year-old, and a seven-year-old, and they know Santa has very strong help from um, the Amazon Prime folks because oh. you know in this day and age. You know, some, it's hard for Santa to get around everywhere. So you got to leverage your resources and people around you. And so it's like the Santa's little helpers coming to the door. That's yes. like a parenting we, tip. We had to do that last year when the kids found the gifts. We had to make an excuse that we're also helping Santa somehow. Yeah. And then this year, both kids, out of their gifts they requested in their letter, two of them were delayed. So we're going to talk about how COVID impacted supply chains oh. and see if a five-year-old and an eight-year-old understand about COVID supply chains. Explain. Of course. You we're going to say, we're, we're, we're going to say like, okay, so there's a, there's an elf, one of the elf shops had a COVID outbreak. So they're doing Christmas two weeks later. I don't know. We're just making this crap up as we go. Yeah. I, I, think, I think a five-year-old understands supply just, chain. Just issues. to be clear, you're not making that up. That really happened. I saw that in the in yeah. the news see, just the see. other the other day. I mean, there's there's some COVID going around up there too. But see, they're gonna understand COVID outbreak and they're gonna understand what happened and they're gonna get it because they've gone through it. So I think we can talk about global supply chain issues. So yeah, you guys. I mean, I feel like especially your kids. You know, like they need yeah. to know. About all the operations and everything. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> well, and your kids will understand for sure. Like you are training them into some business people. So I know. I still, it. I still remember the day when when COVID canceled school and my son was five or five, yeah, five, and I was too busy in a meeting and he, he was hungry. He said, "Don't worry about daddy." He went and got his his step stool, went to the fridge, got some like one of those lunchable type things, got them out, made it. He told Alexa, set alarm for 1240. The alarm went off. He put his things back. He dropped his laptop. He went back to his room and clicked in his Zoom link and put the password and got into class. That was kindergarten. Oh my gosh. I was like, holy crap, that's me. (laughs) I was like, holy crap. I was like, I was like, he's like, don't worry about daddy. I got to figure it out. I was like, Alexa alarm. I was like, so they learned at least they got that skill set they might have lost socialization and other things but they knew how to do a zoom link and a password and get their own lunch and set amazon alexa alarm so that's pretty good i guess yeah yeah way ahead for life yeah that's pretty cool so and you guys are more compassionate parents i knew i could not keep up with the santa lies so my daughter was free and right when his her brother was uh, one at that or two at that point, I was like, "Listen, Santa is not mommy and daddy. That's Santa." <laughs> okay? Oh wow, at three. So we th- we think that our five year old is gonna break the heart of our eight year old and tell him that Santa's not real. We think it's the other way around because our eight year old is still a little bit, you know, he's sensitive. And then our five year old's like, "I know he's gonna break it one day." <laughs> That's funny. So we'll see that. But we broke that. But I've been trying to teach them not to tell their friends it's not real. That's the problem. Yeah, because and Aggie. Yeah, my son came home and said, "Hey, th- they're up on the shelf. You can touch it, but ours can't." Why? I was like, "Oh man, I don't know the rules of that one. I can't. I don't understand. That's hard to like make up different rules for different people." Oh my goodness. Laurie, do you have any wisdom for us? On Actually, I was just thinking, oh my gosh, I haven't moved our elf in a week. It, that's the first time I've thought about it in a week. Of course, my kids are 15, 18, and 21, so it's probably okay that the elf is still sitting where he's been for a week. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, my kids were always probably a little more along the line of Natasha's kids, kind of very factual and, you know, just black and white, let's get it done, evaluating evaluating whether this could be real and um, making some conclusions pretty early on. Yeah. But then you could tell they didn't want to let on that they knew because mm-hmm. they weren't sure what would happen once they let on that they knew. So. I mean, it's the magic of Christmas. 
Yes. It is the magic of it. Who's next, guys? Who's going to open? Me! Lori. Do I get to go? Yay. Yes. Mine came just like a secret Santa is supposed to. So whoever is my secret Santa, everything worked. Santa delivered to the front porch. And I haven't looked at all. So here we go. Santa loves these purple bags. <laughs> okay. Enjoy your gift from your secret Santa. There we go. And the good thing is, like, I've completely forgotten the many things I put on the wish list. <laughs> so this is a surprise. Whether it's on the list or not, it's a total surprise. Yay! Travel power strip for cruise ship hotel. Nice. I believe I will be using that a few times this year. Not on a cruise ship, but <laughs> in a few hotels. Yay! I'm your secret Santa, Lori. Thank you, Hallie. Of course. When you I... said you followed directions, I was like, that has to be Hallie. <laughs> <laughs> I was really nervous about I was like, but what, is my name going to show up? And I was tracking it, so I'm glad to hear no, I mean, if it if it did somehow, I didn't see it. So it just says, and I'm you, you saying your wish list was, um, I mean, I feel like if we had our wish list and we were guessing whose was whose, I could have very quickly pinpointed Lori's. Why? Okay. <laughs> just like said, a lot of like travel oh. accessories. <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> there was one. There was a you sign. There was one that I wanted to get, but it wasn't going to be there on time. I think it was an Apple Watch charger keychain. Does that oh, sound familiar? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was, was like, a good thing. Yeah, so cool because like Apple chargers are so hard sometimes. Mm -hmm. Oh wow! Wow! It's easy to just tuck in the purse or the computer bag. Yeah. And then when I travel with my family, like we always fight over these. Wow. And so, Everybody has to bring their own power strip. I, I just want to describe for our listeners, we've got this beautiful like circle thing and it's three different plugs plus three USB ports plus what looks like it, it either the cord wraps around or it comes out magically and goes back. I freaking need one of these for my house. Forget about yes. travel. Yep. I know. It's awesome. It's like a donut. It's white and it's like a donut with yeah, all we can we drop the link in the show notes as Lori's recommendation? <laughs> we surely can. Oh, yeah. Lori, so, in yes. all your travels over the decades, what was the most number of nights you spent in a hotel room in a year? I have no idea. I purposely have never counted that up so I don't get depressed. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. Hilton and Marriott can back me up on that. <laughs> What's your favorite place that, um, I know it, it's a lot of favorites, but like one that you've gone back to that you would like to go keep going back to? Hmm. Um, well, so Dan and I very rarely have the opportunity or have made the opportunity to just go off the two of us. But couple summers ago we went down to the Mexican Riviera and um, just had a wonderful time just you know reading on the beach and taking tequila classes and it just was fabulous I love the area um, so yeah I'd go back there in a heartbeat oh yes beautiful yeah. I got married there right away oh, oh you wow. did yes. wow yeah, adult, adult vacations are very different than family vacations well, well, you know, the thing they're is, both like, good they're both they good are. they're both good they're and I, very I, love different. I mean obviously I travel a lot for work yeah and that's one thing and then I like to travel with my kids and we really had a moment a few years ago that oh my gosh our kids are going to graduate like this is we we have to seize every opportunity to travel with them now because we're actually getting close to graduation um, and so that really has just put the pressure on to make every travel opportunity a family vacation, which we thoroughly enjoyed. But it was great to get away with Dan for a little bit, too. So. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys can have one of those again soon. 
Well, our 25th anniversary is not this January, but next January. And so I feel like for our 25th anniversary, we should, you know, do something That's wild and crazy and blow it out of the park. Wow, 25 years. Yeah. That's impressive, Laurie. Yep. Yep, 25 years. It's Any advice for the struggling ones? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I'm talking about myself. Look the other way a lot. <laughs> That's my advice for parenting and marriage. There's so many things you could get mad about, get mad at your kids, get mad at your spouse. I advise just pretending like you didn't notice. Very wise, Lauren. That's probably terrible parenting advice, but it's kind of my philosophy. <laughs> you, it got you, Your kids are doing great, so... So far, knocking on wood, they are they are really cool humans. They are beautiful people, and they are actual like they treat like they are sweet, cool people that you want to be around. So it's fun to see them. Yeah, it's fun to see them grow or growing into adult personalities. Like I think all of y'all's kids are younger than mine, but um, it's definitely with my my first son to go to college. Obviously, my oldest son. Um, is not college bound. He's our severely autistic one. But my second child was my first to go to college and he's home for the Christmas holidays now. And it's just really fun to have an adult child, sort of adult child home and just being so appreciative of everything. Like when we um, put up our Christmas tree, normally the kids want to put up the Christmas tree and hang the ornaments for about 15 or 20 minutes, and then they want to go off and play balloon tower defense or whatever. (laughs) And this year, they just, I mean, for hours, we just sat there and picked up ornaments and said, oh, remember when we got this ornament or remember when we went here? It was just great, you know, so. That's awesome. Adult kids is good. I've liked your updates. Um, I think when your middle son was going to, was flying or something like that. And you were posting updates where you had to tell him you're going through O'Hare airport. It's not the little bitty airport where everybody knows that your mom is Lori. And I was, I was waiting for the update that he got where he needed to be. Yes, he made it. Speaking of O'Hare, has anybody ever done the home alone thing in O'Hare with their kids? No, you know you've seen the movie Home Alone, right? Uh huh. When the kid, when what's his name? What's the main? Oh my god, Kevin. 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 Why did I forget that? Oh my god, terrible. When Kevin runs through the through the airport, crazy when they're trying to catch their flight. You know that crazy scene, and that's Uh that's in O'Hare Airport. I've made my kid do that, and I and I I've taken a picture of it. I made him run crazy through the airport. (laughs) All those people there too, just to see it. I have it on my. I think I have it on my Instagram. I gotta check it out. It's really fun. They didn't ever want to do it. When you said that, I thought you meant like left your kids home alone. No, No, I made them run through O'Hare Airport crazy with all the people there. So I was thinking about that when you talk about Lori's kid not trying to get lost. I was trying to get my kids to go crazy to that airport. So that's funny. Yeah. I have kind of a newfound respect for you or something, a newfound yeah. something. It was a little scary, but I just let him do it really close, really close. <laughs> Laurie does not have a word for it. <laughs> I just wanted to recreate the scene. I thought it was fun. It, it, it's a fun scene. I don't know if I, yeah, my, my kids are, they will take it literally. Yeah. And, my ran like maybe to half a gate and came back. So that was good. <laughs> I keep things competitive, so everything is like, who can get to the bathtub first? So yeah. it's a race to... That does help. That does help get kids to do things, right? So That's funny. So I, I was Mike Wozner's secret Santa, mm. and he's not on with us today, but, and I kind of pulled a Jonathan, like, I ordered it, not through Elfster, but through Amazon, and I, I think I was, like, ordering it at a stoplight or something. I was in a hurry. And so it was just quicker to have it sent to my house. So it came to my house. But Mike was with us in South Carolina all last week. He worked out of the home office with Kimberly and me. So while he wasn't looking, I opened the gift. I wrapped it up. And I stuck it in his suitcase. Oh, nice. <laughs> wow. That is an elf move. 
he texted me today and thanked me for the secret Santa gift. Aww. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's hilarious. That's a elf right there. <laughs> so what did you get in? Um, well, it was a book and a and a card game that, oh, that nice. he, had, he had asked for. And I was kind of questioning. I'm like, hmm, if we had an HR department, they'd probably tell me it's inappropriate to open his suitcase and stick it in. <laughs> <laughs> We don't, so it's okay. Yeah, so, you, so there's nothing applies, yeah. Right. He, was in your, he was in your space, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I probably still shouldn't have opened his suitcase. <laughs> that's, that's we go to Lori's house. For, you, you get know, a for your stuff pass. To I thought he would forgive me. That's funny. I guess that's what is the it, point is, about. <laughs> is it not in the test, right? Yeah. Who wants Who to you want to go first? Sure. I can go. <clears throat> All right. So. Already, it was already came open. So I guess my wife opened it and said, "Hey, I think you have some secret Santa." I was like, "Oh, okay, sorry." So she kind of ruined it for me. Uh, you know, you didn't ruin it for me. Sorry, Rima, I didn't say that out loud. Don't listen to the podcast today. Um, okay, so I got this story cubes. I've never seen it before, but I love games, so this sounds like a fun thing. I guess you roll it and you create a story based on it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I think, that's yeah, so I think fun. it'll be fun to play with my kids. I love like that. This might be too much TMI, but I got a got a um a cleaning pen for my AirPods that get nasty. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't have earwax in their AirPods? Natash, this is like the nightmare of my life. It, is that seriously something that I mean? It's disgust. There's like gunk. That so the, takes so the funny thing is, when I first looked at that Elster, I was like saw this and I put it in there, and then I deleted it. I was like, oh, people are gonna think I'm gross. And I guess whoever got me still sent it to me before they got it. Because I deleted I was like, oh, maybe this is disgusting. So I shouldn't have done this. So but I hate the stupid earwax in your AirPods. It's disgusting. So I always, if you don't know me, I'm constantly cleaning my devices. So I have different sprays. So everywhere I travel, I clean, I'm constantly cleaning my, my keyboards, my screens, my phone, because I hate smudges. And so everybody just laughs at me all the time because I'm constantly cleaning things all day long. So this is another cleaning thing here. For One me. more cleaning tool. To this is going to be edited, right? Uh, maybe not. <laughs> we will edit it. <laughs> Just wondering how many people are going to hear about Natasha's earwax. And earwax, I know. Yeah. Disgusting. Oh, well. We'll, um, we'll we'll take that part out, but we'll keep it for our, our own purpose. <laughs> for our archive. That's okay. Yeah. I, I'm okay to be vulnerable with our, with our fans. Um, so I got this really cool coffee mug. It's one of those things that when you put hot liquid in here part of it um, shows up so the first part is i may be wrong and then when you put coffee in it it says but it's highly unlikely (laughs) i think all of my staff would completely disagree with this but i'm going to drink it in front of them anyway i don't really care that's hilarious (laughs) so thank you who's my secret santa i don't know maybe judith i bet it was Mike. mike Mike? It's not yeah. Mike. Oh, it's not oh, Eric. Mike. No, so it's Judith. Oh, yeah. So it's, I have a real secret sound that I'll never know. <gasps> it's but not it Mike get I know I got Mike because I, it was just a thing with my name on my door. And I didn't follow the rules either, so this helped me. But he sent his early, so my my kids like to open the boxes. Like, oh, mommy, I'm like, that, I didn't order that. Oh, put it back. <laughs> Yeah. Open Mike, yours, huh? Mike texted me, so it was open, and I I saw that it was something like this, but I don't know what it is. And it's a candle. Yay! I love candles. What flavor? Oh, it smells so good. It says my last nerve. Oh, yeah. it's on fire. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Is that what Mike feels about you, though? I didn't know. <laughs> Mike, that is so cool. I hope I'm not getting your not on your last nerve, but if I am, I still will. <laughs> so yeah, it says my last nerve. Oh look, it's on fire. And the idea is to light it. And it smells. Let's see. It smells like a sweet, subtle flower that's relaxing. Maybe a little lavender in there. It's really lovely. I love it. I'll be using this today. <laughs> I burn so many candles. If you don't, I don't know. He doesn't know me, but he knows I love stuff like this. So I'm always burning candles somewhere in my house. I am burning a candle today on my desk 
Um, it's called Rewind, and it's a wine bottle that <gasps> they just cut off the wine bottle and put the candle wax inside. Isn't that cute? That, that is, is so cute. cute. That's such I a had great it for Christmas cycle. last year from Shannon, and um, I don't I don't really know why I was saving it, but I'm glad I saved it because it's perfect for this Christmas. Wow, that's beautiful. I love the idea of the recycling too. I'm mm-hmm. gonna look into that brand, yeah. and it's called Rewind. Yep, Rewind. Or W-I-N-E-D, rewind. Oh, that's cute. So, and this wild. was a Pinot Noir. For all the wine drinkers, this is a good way to save the earth. Yep, there you <laughs> there go. You go. <laughs> I'm really curious what um, Kimberly got, though. Yeah. Or I guess she doesn't know yet. Okay, so it's okay. Kimberly, without spoiling it, because it you really had a thoughtful list, but do you like to knit? I do. Tell us more. I prefer crochet, but I uh, my knitting needles broke recently, so I needed new ones. <laughs> so, what kinds of things do you knit or crochet? Um, hats, and I'm trying to make a sweater right now, but it's taking a very long time. <laughs> so I'll get impatient and like leave it for like a couple months at a time, and then come back to it and work on it for a week, and then leave it for a couple months. So it's it's going very slowly. I might have a sweater by 2025. <laughs> that's is awesome it, is it a person size sweater or like a cat size sweater or dog it's just, I guess like I never thought about making something for my pets but no it's a person size sweater oh, wow okay I hope I don't outgrow it by the time I finish because <laughs> it's measured for two like like last year me <laughs> if it makes you feel any better Kim I said it I do knit too but I've not knitted in a while yeah. Oh my god! I, I don't That's get it. I said a crochet is seven years ago. So wow. I'm gonna finish it. <laughs> That's awesome. Like the two hundredth on my list after a while. And now I don't even know how you have time to even do that. This used to be a lot of good stress release before babies, and then I had babies. So I was like, yeah, <laughs> this one gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> now um I found a new stretch leaf, nev gun um, nev guns. I found the ones that you load and I put a recycling as target. And you shoot the recycling bins? <laughs> as long as you're not shooting your kid, that's fine now. That's good. No, no, just the just the target bottles and stuff. Every once in a while a kid's butt, who knows? <laughs> I, I used I invested in the startup in DC once and I went to the very first meeting, and when I got there, I was in a meeting, and all my, I heard like some gong, and a gong went off, and everybody pulled out these like accelerated Nerf guns. I had no idea, and it basically was an ex- Nerf gun war between two sides of the organization, and you didn't know when it's coming. And they had them all jacked up, like they were heavy spring loaded, but it ended up turning into like this insane <laughs> war. I was like, oh, this must be what a startup looks like. Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> The ping pong tables, video games, and Nerf Wars anytime the gong went off, and it was pretty insane. So, oh my gosh, yeah, we have a lot of fun with Nerf guns. I have two boys, so keeps them busy for sure. Well, we got everybody right, everybody who, yeah, that's fun. Good idea. Before Kimberly and Laurie leaves, do you guys mind sharing um, your? your favorite Christmas traditions, either from when you're a child or one from a child, one with your kids or Kimberly with your parents and one that you enjoy now if it's changed. Because I feel like Christmas traditions kind of airflow as you cycle through life. You go, Kimberly. Um, Christmas tradition. Um, well, a new one that I've started, like, I got married this year. Um, so this is my first, this is my first Christmas in like my own home (laughs) and, um, like we started a tradition that we are allowed to pick one gift out of like the gifts that we've gotten each other and we can open it as soon as it comes in and then the rest have to wait till Christmas. So we've already like opened one gift and I think I'm going to keep doing that because that's super fun and it kind of like (laughs) ties you over if you're impatient for the rest of them. (laughs) Kimberly, are are you like, you know, the um, kindergarten marshmallow experiment where it's like you get one marshmallow now or you wait 15 minutes and then you get two? Mm-hmm. Like, do you save yours and and hoping for the right one or are you like the first one that comes you open? Um, 
like in the middle. Like it was like out of, I think three or four gifts, I waited for like number two or three. <laughs> I like, see, I'm also like a really early Christmas shopper. So all of my husband's gifts were under the tree and ready to go like weeks ago. <laughs> so his first one came in last week and I was like, all right, now, now I'm like, all right, where are the, where are the rest of them? I want to decide like what we want to open. <laughs> Do you open the biggest one? I didn't this time. Um, this is so. This is the first year, so I. I, I okay. guess I'm establishing precedent. I picked one that was. Um, I asked if he would prefer to open the smallest ones or the biggest ones, and he didn't have a preference, so I picked one in the middle. So he got me a bunch of new uh, records for our record player. Oh, <laughs> nice! Cool. What song? Um, he got me a Death Cab for Cutie album, and then a Drive By Truckers album. <laughs> The DBDs, Kimberly, have you seen them live? I'm seeing them live for the first time in August. <gasps> yes. I'm super excited. <laughs> They're so good and so irreverent. <laughs> Dude, high five for that, friend. I'm seeing them open for Tyler Childers. So that's going to be awesome. <laughs> that's amazing. Well, enjoy the record player and the music that you have early while you think of that. Were there any traditions you did as a child that have stuck with you? Um, I guess we had an elf when I was younger that I liked. Uh, like we like Elf on a Shelf, I guess, was just really taking off when I was younger. Like it wasn't like a huge thing, but we didn't have like an elf on the shelf. Like we had a little ceramic elf that was like his own little guy, I guess, like <laughs> Walmart. Elf on the Shelf. <laughs> you were like the original Elf on the Shelf. Sorry? You were the original. Oh, yeah. Trendsetter. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we liked um, him because like we would always like draw, my brother and I would draw him pictures or like write him letters. Oh, cute. Like that sort of thing I enjoyed. <laughs> I like the idea of drawing pictures and writing letters. I might take some of that for my kids to <laughs> learn how to be more outwards for Christmas. I feel like Christmas is so hard because I want to teach them that it's it's for something bigger than themselves. And yet mm -hmm. it's so many gifts too, and it's exciting, but it's hard to balance. So thank you for that gift. Yeah. Maury? Well, I have to respond to what Nal was just talking about. This isn't a tradition. I'll come back to the traditions, but my youngest son, Jonathan, is renowned for being non-material like he does he does not have things he wants i mean at christmas at his birthday ever he doesn't ask for things he just can't think of anything he wants and i you know that's great i i, I love that but i asked him this morning on the way to school i said so you don't you don't make a list because you don't have anything you want I said, but am I correct that you like to open presents on Christmas morning? He said, yeah, I do. I said, so what is it that you're expecting me to do about that? Because <laughs> there's nothing you want, but you like to open presents. He said, hmm, I don't know. <laughs> so he just kind of left it to me to figure out what well, is he it. he trusts you. Yeah, well, I, I doubt it's actually that. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I guess he'll get socks and underwear and pajamas or something. I I know he wants to be a part of the fun, but yeah. Um, Does he ever feel like he does? He didn't get a good gift when you give him like something that's like mundane, like underwear. Does he make a reaction? Not really. I don't know. Um, he just he likes being a part of the whole morning and being a part of the festivities, but. I don't know. I don't know where he got that from. Not from me. <laughs> <laughs> and my middle child makes up for it too. So nice. Um, I mean, he's had a running shared note with me on our iPhones, the notes that you can share with each other, Christopher's Christmas list. And it, it notifies me every time he edits it, which is <laughs> including it's got the, the largest part of the list. It's, it's subdivided into sections. And wow. one section is people I want to see live in concert. And it's this huge list, mostly of people I've never heard of. But um, that's cool. So I think that's so efficient. Yeah. What's that? It's so efficient. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is. It's actually great. But traditions, we, we actually have kind of a lot of traditions. So um, everything from 
we have these plastic placemats that I don't know how many years or decades ago I bought them, but they count down the days to Christmas. And so we always put them out on December 1st and then we rotate the, like there's a little window and the number goes through and the kids, if, if those are not out the first day of December, the kids are very upset because we've got to count down the days to Christmas. So that's kind of fun. And um, we always, on Christmas Eve, on the 24th, I always take the day off and I stand in the kitchen all day and make homemade sausage balls that the kids then deliver to each of our neighbors while they're hot. So we package them up and no, that's cool. um, the boys walk around the neighborhood and knock on the door. And I think it's so sweet that they're still willing to do that at 15 and 18 because, you know, they did it when they were toddlers and were um, just, you know, I was watching them walk across the street. So that's still. That's such a beautiful thing to teach them again to look outward. Yeah, it's it's fun. They love doing it. My other Christmas tradition is sitting here on my desk. You can see it. We write, well, we, yes, we write an obnoxiously long Christmas letter and put it in our Christmas cards and send it out. And it's like, I, I'm i quite certain that none of the recipients other than my family actually read this Christmas letter, but it's a thing now. And the kids would be devastated if this letter didn't get written and sent out. And for me, it's kind of our family history. Like I can look back 10 years ago and know what was going on with our family and what we were thinking that year or 15 years ago. So. Oh my gosh, I love that so much. I'll send you one. Yes, send me I'll, one. You don't have to pretend that you read the whole thing, but um, no, I'll read it. That's so cool because I, I think like oh, big fan. I was gonna say like for because my we have really big families that are just kind of not all over the place, but kind of all over the place when you have that many people, and they constantly, you know, of course want updates and things like that, and that's so cool. My siblings even, and, and my extended family, they tell me all the time that they learn things from our end of the year Christmas letter, things that I didn't know I hadn't shared. Yeah, love I it. How do you structure it, Laurie, if any of the listeners want to um, take on this tradition like me? I We usually do like a summary, but my summary is nothing like your long letters. <laughs> it's really what you put in there yeah it's ridiculous I think it started because I would be flying so much and so usually this would be like a cross-country trip that that would occupy I would be like okay I'm flying home from California today I might as well open up the laptop and write our Christmas letter and I've got like five hours to do it so it became very lengthy yeah oh it's beautiful though thanks for sharing that with us yeah what about you guys I know. I was curious about you guys as well. Natesh? Is muted. Rookie mistake. <laughs> Rookie. It's been a year and I'm still messing up. Huh? Oh, I know, right? I'll just try to keep the sound down with my, my kid being over here. Um, you know, I think for us, it's just, you know, growing up, my mom, I guess my mom was first generation in this country, but she came here when she was like seven or eight. So she's very different than like most first generations came here like when they were in college or grad school. So she got to do mostly all the traditions growing up and everything. And for us growing up, you know, my mom always wanted us to basically feel like we were a part of the American culture, right? And so for us not, you know, not growing up Christian or anything like that, we still assimilated everything that was there. So we always had a Christmas tree. We always had all the stuff and we always did everything. So for me this time, it's it, it feels like more of a, <clears throat> a family holiday and, and we really enjoy it. So we always get together wherever we are. We try to do Christmas together. We have tr a Christmas tree. And like our tradition is that my mom will always give us an ornament every single year, a, a brand new ornament. And she gives it to now me, my wife and my kids. And then she always gives us I love the Christmas village and like the train sets and stuff. So um, I think what my very first job that I got, I went crazy and went to Kohl's when I had like money and I bought like $1,500 worth of Christmas village stuff. Aww. I know my mom was like, 
you're an idiot. Why you all this stuff? <laughs> I was like, well, I have money now and I want to do this. So I built this whole thing and I built it at my parents' house. And, I, and then when I left, I was like, because I'm out of college, I lived with my parents for a couple of years before I moved out. And um, I... And so I left, and then so my mom, I was like, "Mom, you want you want?" My mom was like, "Do you want this?" I was like, "No, no, I want to keep it here at home. I want to keep it at home." So ever since then, my mom every year will give me another Christmas village. So now we have a Christmas village, Aww. and it's set up right now. It's like now it's on three different tables, and it's a whole village with like snow and train tracks and things. I, I don't know if you've ever been to the Gaylord uh, before, but they have this huge like this ridiculous village during christmas and there's like multiple trains going through it i don't know why i like trains and that stuff so i think that's become our christmas tradition our kids love it too so they've all set it up that way so i think it's been that's pretty cool for us that's awesome it's beautiful Nikesh. yeah hey i have to tell you you have to like even though this defaces it like some of the christmas things that my mom gave me over the years i would take a sharpie and like i'd write on the bottom from mom 2003 and my mom and dad are both passed away now. I treasure those items so much. Or sometimes I would have her sign it. Elsie. Her name oh. was Elsie. And oh, just cool. her, her handwriting and the year. I really treasure those. Yeah, it's cool. That's a really great tip, Laurie. Thanks for sharing that. That's a good tip. Yeah, oh, real thing. Because we have, we actually put up two trees, by the way. Uh, a really big 13, 12 footer, and we put a smaller tree, and the smaller tree is all the ornaments that have been given to us. So all the kids' ornaments are on one tree, and like that's where all of our cool stuff is. So that that's like the personalized one more, you know. So I was thinking about that when you said about remembering where they came from. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's love it. Beautiful. That's beautiful. Um, Nitesh, I'll go after Nitesh because I have a parallel but different. Um, my parents were first generation too, but they came here as adults so i was raised very not traditional then i was born and raised actually i'm technically first generation i was born and raised in ghana and then moved here when i was a teenager so my whole history and traditions were all based off of being home um and then i moved to america and i had first generation parents who are like what you need to go to school you just need to learn what's fun, no fun, <laughs> like learn, 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 <laughs> right? And um, so they weren't like too tied into the American tradition. So we still did some of our cultural stuff during the holidays, but it was different. With that said, holidays in Ghana is a whole different thing from here. It's like a whole countrywide party, like the whole of December into first week of January everybody's doing nothing but having fun you can literally go anywhere and it's a party there's a party from three to the next morning all december so um the holidays is like a very special time for me when i was growing up because that's the one time when everybody's happy and everybody's in just good spirits and it always just felt more at peace for me um and i feel like people they've got grumpy when they <laughs> when the holidays was over but um i love how just that you can feel the joy i don't know how to even put words to it you can feel the joy during the holidays because it doesn't matter who you are what you celebrate there's something about it that just lifts everybody up and then because everybody's lifted up you even when you're not feeling up you lift up too with everyone so that's one of my favorite memories of the holidays not because we did anything specific but just the idea of always having fun during the holidays and being happy for the year winding down and going to a new year. Um, now that I have kids, one tradition that we do with my, um, with my mother-in-law and the rest of, um, of the family is to eat tamales on Christmas Eve. So um, there are three brothers on um, on that side, and they all they all get together, all the cousins, all the kids, and we all get together Christmas Eve. We get dressed up, do our gifts, then so everybody can kind of go to the in laws on Christmas Day or do their own thing. And um, we have Christmas Eve service, eat, tama um, eat tamales, open gifts, have Christmas Eve service, and and call it a day. And on Christmas Day, we always do a brunch with my in laws, so that's fun. So yeah, I don't have like a tradition tradition, but it's more of the idea of eating, eating music, drinking <laughs> for me. <laughs> Priorities, nah. Yep. <laughs> Got it. 
Oh, then drinking. <laughs> the music. Let's go. That's funny. I'm just messing. Hi. Holly, what do you do? Um, well, we, I don't know if I have, um, I'm taking notes, you know, my family, I have a almost five-year-old and a two-year-old. So we're, I think just, we just through the past couple of years made the, you know, we're going to be home Christmas morning thing because we, I my parents are divorced. My husband has a huge family. So, um, before kids, we kind of traveled everywhere and anywhere. And so, um, we've started that. So I'm really kind of taking notes from you guys on things that we can do. I mean, um, we've just had, I mean, so far we've had such a really great holiday season. My daughter had her first, um, dance recital, holiday recital, and it was the best. And so I hope that's a tradition. It was so cute. Um, and hilarious. And, um, I don't know. I think like our only tradition right now is being at home and waking up in our home and making breakfast. And it's like the first, it's the early years of Santa for us. I feel like this year is my daughter fully gets the elf, fully gets Santa and everything like that. So, um, you know, we're in a, just like the early stages and getting into a groove. So I don't know. It's pretty magical here. Stay tuned. <laughs> Can I make a confession? Yeah. I don't know what an elf is. I've heard of elf on the shelf. I have. I I don't. I should look it up. I guess. <laughs> but can someone? Well, I, just I understood it or got it into it. I think, and what Kimberly was saying earlier, it started. And I mean, I have the book somewhere, but it really started just kind of. it's turned into a big, huge thing, but it started off just having like this elf. And the thing was, is the elf comes from the North pole and everybody gets an elf. Um, and then the elf watches and then flies back to the North pole at night and then comes back, um, and is in a different spot and you can't touch it or it loses its magical powers. You name it. Mm -hmm. Um, Listen, here's the truth. I have woken up three, the past three nights, and we have stressed because we did not move the elf. Oh, you have to have a reminder. That's really what it is. I put a reminder every on my phone on on December first at nine thirty at night to remove it. Yeah, I'm not gonna forget that. I my whole phone is reminders. You know this, right? I have hundreds (laughs) of reminders. I remind myself to do everything because I will forget. That's why I don't forget things though. It's true. That's great. I hope we don't have a really young audience for the podcast. I know. We, we'll put a spoiler. Okay. Don't listen in your car with kids. If yeah. you we, just, we called out Santa. We called out half of the show. What's <laughs> next? The Easter Bunny we're going to go after? Like, what? Tooth Fairy? Let's expose me. This is a holiday fun. Of, we're killing the spirit. Oh, my God. Wait, what about the Easter Bunny? Oh, so sorry, Jonathan. Nothing. My bad. You should just we'll talk about it later, Jonathan. Yeah, Jonathan. What about you? We are huge Christmas celebrators, so our Christmas actually starts on Thanksgiving. We go to the Gaylord. That's been our tradition the last few years. Yep, the elf on the shelf comes. Um, his name is Dingle. Last name Barry. I don't know who named him in our house, but he um, he's been around for. I feel like it was you. Ten plus years. I will neither confirm nor deny that, Hallie. Um, and then um, on December first, we all get Advent calendars. I Kim and I get a beer calendar, so we open and there's a new beer every day. Um, kids get it's either Pokemon or the little mini brands, whatever they're into. So the but what we we also. We live in Colorado and you can get a permit to go cut down your own Christmas tree. So we do that every year too. This year I I went goblin mode and we were out, we cut down our Christmas tree and then there were like these three other really cute little trees. And I went and cut those down too. So now each of my kiddos has a Christmas tree in their room and they're putting like the presents to each other on it. And we had some little lights left over that we decorated. They got to decorate them all. So I think that's a new tradition. Um, and then, yeah, once, so we are like full on Christmas 
Christmas Eve, we usually go skiing together as a family. So that's super fun. Yeah. And then Christmas Eve night, um, we go over to my parents' place. Mrs. Claus delivers matching PJs each year. Yep. Mrs. Claus is the real deal. And so we all get in our like matching Christmas PJs and then we celebrate at home and we drag it out all day long on Christmas day. Of course. Can you send us a picture of the matching? Yeah. Can we come? Everyone is invited. What a cool Christmas time. Yeah. That sounds like so much fun. I love that you start on Thanksgiving. Like all the radio stations and all the department stores. <laughs> well, no, sorry. Actually, Christmas music in our house starts the day after Halloween. I was talking just other celebration. Yes, Kimberly, oh, wow. I see you. Yep, oh, you're with me on that. The, same way. the day after Halloween, my tree went up. The cat destroyed it, but the tree went up. <laughs> wow. You guys are one of those people. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm, I I don't even care, but I'm like, it feels like you have to celebrate a holiday before you get into the next one. <laughs> So we end up, we always travel for Thanksgiving, probably like 90% of the time to different family members' houses. So we try to get the tree up before we leave for Thanksgiving. So when we get back, it looks like Christmas is there. So that's why we do it the week before Thanksgiving. That's nice. So it feels like it's like, hey, we just got here and all of a sudden it's Christmas. Yeah. I hope everyone puts it up as early as possible and enjoy that thing because it's a lot of work to put up a tree and maintain it. Oh, one tradition that we do is um, keep our tree up till St. Patty's Day. We decorate it for different things. I forgot about that. We started that like two years ago, not because it was cool, because I was just, <laughs> that was <laughs> the last thing on my list. <laughs> that was the last thing on my list. And my You daughter, created another tradition. I know. My, my six, my seven-year-old is so creative. She's always making something and like she's so artistic. So she made a bunch of hearts on Valentine's Day and put it on a tree and it became a thing. And we started decorating. So our that's funny. Now we have two little small trees that we have on top of our um, fireplace. Mm -hmm. And so the kids actually asked us to keep those trees up all year long and do a monthly decoration of that. So we did the same thing. Now with the main tree, <laughs> but the two small ones, we don't keep the main tree up until St. <laughs> Patty's Day. With the small ones, we do the same thing. So we're kind of the same. <laughs> same. Well, my, my tree is not that. It's a seven-foot tree. I've yeah. not done the big tree yet. So it's not anything fancy, but it's fun. We love decorating it for different seasons and different reasons. Like in January, it's Three Kings Day. So we get to extend the holidays. And then February is um, Valentine's. And then March is St. Patty's. Then it's birthdays. And we take it out. <laughs> that. so, That's yeah. funny. That's cool. Well, this has been a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. It has. Merry Christmas and happy holidays to everybody. We don't see you guys again. Same to you. Thank you all for all you have done with the podcast this year. It's really amazing to look back over the year and see what a full offering you guys put together. I mean, there were, what, like 16 episodes? Yeah. That's amazing. So yeah, thank you. Yeah. It's been very rich and very full. I think I've listened to all of them, and um, or if not, very close. Um, and it's just been really diverse and just great getting to know uh, some of the people that you interviewed. So I think I we're love growing. It. Yeah, I think we're growing. Like to, I didn't, I don't think we knew. At least I didn't when I went in. Like, oh, how do you interview somebody? And we're probably still learning and getting better mm -hmm. at it. But like mm -hmm. asking questions and. Um, I mean, Jonathan's obviously a pro. We're we're all trying to follow Jonathan here, but um, yeah, I think it's been it's been a really great experience this year. Yeah. And Laurie, thanks so much for giving us this space and creating this space for us and um, supporting us, connecting us to people when we ask. Um, and Holly, thanks for all you do. Oh my goodness, COO extraordinary. Like we, she keeps. She's the glue, keeps us all together and gets it. She makes sure we get things done. So thank you. And Mr. Culture, needless to say, thank you. <laughs> and Nitesh for you you I feel like he's how do we describe Nitesh? He almost like champions all of us on somehow. You found yeah. a way to kinda just yeah, like the support system along the way for all of us in IT. <laughs> Who has not received help from Natesh? I feel like I received help from the time. <laughs> thank you, Nan. Thank you for the vision, too, Nan, and all the work you've done on 
all the guests and the ideas and everything too. Really appreciate that. Thanks, seriously. Great. We all make it go, and um, it was just my idea, and you all make it happen. So thank you. Looking forward to 2023. Definitely. Be a good one. Laurie, pardon me.